Welcome to an LDS guided meditation and mindful reading. Companion to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, Come Follow Me Studies. I am your host, Trisha Haney. This episode covers September 27th through October 3rd, Doctrine and Covenants, sections 109 and 110. It is thy house, a place of thy holiness. If you haven't already, please join me for my new podcast, Meditative Reading the Book of Mormon. Let's begin by sitting or laying in a comfortable position in a quiet space. Close your eyes. Be mindful of your breathing. Be aware of the air as it enters and exits your body. Be conscious of the rise and fall of your chest as your breathing deepens. Recognize the air that surrounds you, the warmth or the coolness of it as it touches your skin. Observe your thoughts. This is your time to let go of the past and future worries for a time and to be in the present. If you find your thoughts wandering, gently bring them back to the present by focusing on your breathing. As we continue to relax our bodies, you may choose to incorporate movement by stretching or moving the body part before relaxing it, or you can choose to remain still. Soften your face, your eyebrows, eyes, cheeks, and jaw. Relax your neck and your shoulders. Let the tension flow down and out through your arms, wrists, hands, and fingers. Relax your core, your spine, chest, abdomen, and hips. Let the tension flow down and out through your legs, ankles, feet, and toes. Scan your body for any places that you still might be holding tension and release it. If you are sitting, straighten your spine, lift your chin, and drop your shoulders. Continue to soften your body while your breathing deepens.
Doctrine and Covenants, section 109, verses 1 through 42. Prayers offered at the dedication of the temple at Kirtland, Ohio, March 27, 1836. According to the prophet's written statement, this prayer was given to him by revelation. Thanks be to thy name, O Lord God of Israel, who keepest covenant and showest mercy unto thy servants, who walk uprightly before thee with all their hearts, who thou hast commanded thy servants to build a house to thy name in this place, Kirtland. And now thou beholdest, O Lord, that thy servants have done according to thy commandment. And now we ask thee, O Holy Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of thy bosom, in whose name alone salvation can be administered to the children of men. We ask thee, O Lord, to accept this house, the workmanship of the hands of us, thy servants, which thou didst command us to build. For thou knowest that we have done this work through great tribulation, and out of poverty we have given our substance to build a house to thy name, that the Son of Man might have a place to manifest himself to his people. And as thou hast said in a revelation, given unto us, calling us thy friends, saying, Call your solemn assembly as I have commanded you. And as all have not faith, seek ye diligently, and teach one another words of wisdom. Yea, seek ye out the best books, words of wisdom. Seek learning even by study and also by faith. Organize yourselves, prepare every needful thing, and establish a house, even a house of prayer, a house of fasting, a house of faith, a house of learning, a house of glory, a house of order, a house of God, that your incomings may be in the name of the Lord, that your outgoings may be in the name of the Lord, that all your salutations may be in the name of the Lord, with uplifted hands unto the Most High. And now, Holy Father, we ask thee to assist us, thy people, with thy grace, in calling our solemn assembly, that it may be done to thy honor and to thy divine acceptance, and in a manner that we may be found worthy in thy sight, to secure a fulfillment of the promises which thou hast made unto us, thy people, in the revelations given unto us, that the glory may rest down upon thy people, and upon this thy house, which we now dedicate to thee, that it may be sanctified and consecrated to be holy, and that thy holy presence may be continually in this house, and that all people who shall enter upon the threshold of the Lord's house may feel thy power and feel constrained to acknowledge that thou hast sanctified it and that it is thy house, a place of thy holiness. And do thou grant, Holy Father, that all those who shall worship in this house may be taught words of wisdom out of the best books, and that they may seek learning, even by study and also by faith, as thou hast said, and that they may grow up in thee, and receive a fullness of the Holy Ghost, and be organized according to thy laws, and be prepared to obtain every needful thing. 
and that this house may be a house of prayer, a house of fasting, a house of faith, a house of glory and of God, even thy house, that all the incomings of thy people into this house may be in the name of the Lord, that all their outgoings from this house may be in the name of the Lord, and that all their salutations may be in the name of the Lord, with holy hands uplifted to the Most High, and that no unclean thing shall be permitted to come into thy house to pollute it. And when thy people transgress any of them, they may speedily repent and return unto thee, and find favor in thy sight, and be restored to the blessing which thou hast ordained to be poured out upon those who shall reverence thee in thy house. And we ask thee, Holy Father, that thy servants may go forth from this house armed with thy power, and that thy name may be upon them, and thy glory be around them, and thine angels have charge over them. And from this place that they may bear exceedingly great and glorious tidings, in truth unto the ends of the earth, that they may know that this is thy work, and that thou hast put forth thine hand to fulfill that which thou hast spoken by the mouths of the prophets concerning the last days. We ask thee, Holy Father, to establish the people that shall worship and honorably hold a name and stand in this thy house to all generations and for eternity that no weapon formed against them shall prosper, that he who diggeth the pit for them shall fall into the same himself, that no combination of wickedness shall have power to rise up and prevail over thy people, upon whom thy name shall be put in this house. And if any people shall rise against this people, that thine anger be kindled against them, and if they shall smite this people, thou wilt smite them. Thou wilt fight for thy people, as thou didst in the day of battle, that they may be delivered from the hands of all their enemies. We ask thee, Holy Father, to confound and astonish, and to bring to shame and confusion all those who have spread lying reports abroad over the world against thy servant or servants if they will not repent when the everlasting gospel shall be proclaimed in their ears, and that all their works may be brought to naught and be swept away by the hail and by the judgments which thou wilt send upon them in thine anger, that there may be an end to lyings and slanders against thy people. For thou knowest, O Lord, that thy servants have been innocent before thee in bearing record of thy name for which they have suffered these things. Wherefore, we plead before thee for a full and complete deliverance from under this yoke. Break it off, O Lord, break it off from the necks of thy servants, by thy power, that we may rise up in the midst of this generation and do thy work. O Jehovah, have mercy upon this people, and as all men sin, forgive the transgressions of thy people and let them be blotted out forever. Let the anointing of thy ministers be sealed upon them with the power from on high. Let it be fulfilled upon them, as upon those on the day of Pentecost. 
Let the gift of tongues be poured out upon thy people, even cloven tongues as of fire, and the interpretations thereof. And let thy house be filled as with rushing mighty wind, with glory. Put upon thy servants the testimony of the covenant, that when they go out and proclaim thy word, they may seal up the law, and prepare the hearts of the saints for all those judgments thou art about to send in thy wrath upon the inhabitants of the earth because of their transgressions, that thy people may not faint in the day of trouble. And whatsoever city thy servant shall enter, and thy people of that city receive their testimony, let thy peace and thy salvation be upon that city, that they may gather out of that city the righteous, that they may come forth to Zion, or to her stakes, the places of thine appointment, with song of everlasting joy. And until this be accomplished, let not thy judgments fall upon that city. And whatsoever city thy servant shall enter, and thy people of that city receive not the testimony of thy servants, and thy servants warn them to save themselves from this untoward generation, let it be upon that city according to that which thou hast spoken by the mouths of thy prophets. But deliver thou, O Jehovah, we beseech thee, thy servants, from their hands, and cleanse them from their blood. Doctrine and Covenants section 109, verses 43 through 80. O Lord, we delight not in the destruction of our fellow men, their souls are precious before thee. But thy word must be fulfilled. Help thy servants to say, with thy grace assisting them, Thy will be done, O Lord, and not ours. We know that thou hast spoken by the mouth of thy prophets terrible things concerning the wicked in the last days, that thou wilt pour out judgments without measure. Therefore, O Lord, deliver thy people from the calamity of the wicked. Enable thy servants to seal up the law and bind up the testimony, that they may be prepared against the day of burning. We ask thee, Holy Father, to remember those who have been driven by the inhabitants of Jackson County, Missouri, from the lands of their inheritance, and break off, O Lord, this yoke of affliction that has been put upon them. Thou knowest, O Lord, that they have been greatly oppressed and afflicted by wicked men, and our hearts flow out with sorrow because of their grievous burdens. O Lord, how long wilt thou suffer this people to bear this affliction? and the cries of their innocent ones to ascend up into thine ears, and their blood come up in testimony before thee, and not make a display of thy testimony in their behalf. Have mercy, O Lord, upon the wicked mob, who have driven thy people, that they may cease to spoil, that they may repent of their sins if repentance is to be found. But if they will not, make bare thine arms, O Lord, and redeem that which thou didst appoint a Zion upon thy people. And if it cannot be otherwise, that the cause of thy people may not fail before thee, may thy anger be kindled, and thy indignation fall upon them, that they may be washed away 
both root and branch from under heaven. But inasmuch as they will repent, thou art gracious and merciful, and will turn away thy wrath when thou lookest upon the face of thine anointed. Have mercy, O Lord, upon all the nations of the earth. Have mercy upon the rulers of our land. May those principles which we so honorably and notably defend, namely, the constitution of our land, by our fathers, be established forever. Remember the kings, the princes, the nobles, and the great ones of the earth, and all people and churches, all the poor, the needy, and afflicted ones of the earth, that their hearts may be softened when thy servants shall go out from thy house. O Jehovah, to bear testimony of thy name, that their prejudices may give way before the truth, and thy people may obtain favor in the sight of all, that all the ends of the earth may know that we, thy servants, have heard thy voice, and that thou hast sent us, that from among all these thy servants, the sons of Jacob, may gather out of the righteous to build a holy city to thy name, and thou hast commanded them. We ask thee to appoint unto Zion another stakes besides this one which thou hast appointed, that the gathering of thy people may roll on in this great power and majesty, that thy work may be cut short in righteousness. Now these words, O Lord, we have spoken before thee concerning the revelations and commandments which thou hast given unto us, who are identified with the Gentiles. But thou knowest that thou hast a great love for the children of Jacob, who have been scattered upon the mountains for a long time in a cloudy and dark day. We therefore ask thee to have mercy upon the children of Jacob, that Jerusalem from this hour may begin to be redeemed, and the yoke of bondage may begin to be broken off from the house of David, and the children of Judah may begin to return to the lands which thou didst give to Abraham their father, and cause that the remnants of Jacob, who have been cursed and smitten because of their transgressions, be converted from their wild and savage condition to the fullness of the everlasting gospel, that they may lay down their weapons of bloodshed and cease their rebellion. And may all scattered remnants of Israel, who have been driven to the ends of the earth, come to a knowledge of the truth, believe in the Messiah, and be redeemed from oppression, and rejoice before thee. O Lord, remember thy servant Joseph Smith, and all his afflictions and persecutions, how he has covenanted with Jehovah, and vowed to thee, O mighty God of Jacob, and the commandments which thou hast given unto him, and that he hath sincerely striven to do thy will. Have mercy, O Lord, upon his wife and children, that they may be exalted in thy presence, and preserved by thy fostering hand. Have mercy upon all their immediate connections, that their prejudices may be broken up and swept away as with a flood, that they may be converted and redeemed with Israel, and know that thou art God. Remember, O Lord, and presidents, even all presidents of thy church, that thy right hand may exalt them, with all their families and their immediate connections, that their names may be perpetuated and had in everlasting remembrance from generation to generation. 
Remember all thy church, O Lord, with all their families and all their immediate connections, with all their sick and afflicted ones, with all the poor and meek of the earth, that the kingdom which thou hast set upon without hands may become a great mountain and fill the whole earth, that thy church may come forth out of the wilderness of darkness and shine forth fair as the moon, clear as the sun, and terrible as an army with banners, and be adorned as a bride for that day when thou shalt unveil the heavens and cause the mountains to flow down at thy presence and the valleys to be exalted, the rough places made smooth, that thy glory may fill the earth, that when the trump shall sound for the dead, we shall be caught up in the cloud to meet thee, that we may ever be with the Lord, that our garments may be pure, that we may be clothed upon the robes of righteousness, with palms in our hands and crowns of glory upon our heads, and reap eternal joy for all our sufferings. O Lord God Almighty, hear us in these our petitions, and answer us from heaven, thy holy habitation, where thou sittest enthroned with glory, honor, power, majesty, might, dominion, truth, justice, judgment, mercy, and an infinite of fullness, from everlasting to everlasting. O hear, O hear, O hear us, O Lord, and answer these petitions, and accept the dedication of this house unto thee, the work of our hands, which we have built unto thy name, and also this church, to put upon it thy name, and help us by the power of thy Spirit, that we may mingle our voices with those bright, shining seraphs around thy throne, with acclamations of praise, singing Hosanna to God and the Lamb, and let these, thine anointed ones, be clothed with salvation, and thy saints shout aloud for joy. Amen and Amen. Doctrine and Covenants Section 110 Visions Manifested to Joseph Smith the Prophet and Oliver Cowdery in the Temple at Kirtland, Ohio, April 3, 1836. The occasion was that of a Sabbath day meeting. Joseph Smith's history states, In the afternoon, I assisted the other presidents in distributing the Lord's Supper to the church, receiving it from the twelve whose privilege it was to officiate at the sacred desk this day. After having performed this service to my brethren, I retired to the pulpit, the veil being dropped, and bowed myself with Oliver Cowdery in solemn and silent prayer. After rising from prayer, the following vision was opened to both of us. The veil was taken from our minds, and the eyes of our understanding were open. We saw the Lord standing upon the breastwork of the pulpit before us, and under his feet was a paved work of pure gold in color like amber. His eyes were as a flame of fire. The hair of his head was white like the pure snow. His countenance shone above the brightness of the sun, and his voice was as the sound of rushing of great waters, even the voice of Jehovah saying, I am the first and the last. I am he who liveth. I am he who was slain 
I am your advocate with the Father. Behold, your sins are forgiven you. You are clean before me. Therefore, lift up your heads and rejoice. Let the hearts of your brethren rejoice, and let the hearts of all my people rejoice, who have, with their might, built this house to my name. For behold, I have accepted this house, and my name shall be here, and I will manifest myself to my people in mercy in this house. Yea, I will appear unto my servants, and speak unto them with mine own voice, if my people will keep my commandments and do not pollute this holy house. Yea, the hearts of thousands and tens of thousands shall greatly rejoice in consequence of the blessings which shall be poured out and the endowment with which my servants have been endowed in this house. And the fame of this house shall spread to foreign lands, and this is the beginning of the blessing which shall be poured out upon the heads of my people. Even so, amen. After this vision closed, the heavens were again opened unto us, and Moses appeared before us, and committed unto us the keys of the gathering of Israel from the four parts of the earth, and the leading ten tribes of the land of the north. After this, Elias appeared, and committed the dispensation of the gospel of Abraham, saying, That in us and our seed, all generations after us should be blessed. After this vision had closed, another great and glorious vision burst upon us. For Elijah the prophet, who was taken to heaven without tasting death, stood before us and said, Behold, the time has fully come, which was spoken of by the mouth of Malachi, testifying that he, Elijah, should be sent before the great and dreadful day of the Lord come, to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, and the children to the fathers, lest the whole earth be smitten with a curse. Therefore the keys of this dispensation are committed into your hands. And by this ye may know that the great and dreadful day of the Lord is near, even at the doors. It is now time for the self-guided part of today's mindful practice. Please take this time to pray and ponder about those spiritual things in your mind and heart. Use your breathing to remain in the present. Listen to and ponder those things that the Spirit quietly places into your prepared mind. The Spirit can show you great things when you take the time to listen.
Thank you for taking the time to join me today. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please email me at ldsguidedmeditation at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Stay positive, stay grateful, and take the time to be still and ponder as you walk side by side your loving Heavenly Father through this complex and beautiful life.